Hey, welcome to another episode of Behind the Bar podcast brought to you by the coaches and clients of RT Fitness, Durham, Sunderland, and of course, the Barbell Club, where we take from complete beginner to photo shoot ready. If you need any information at all, there's a link below. Click that link, um, it'll take you to a quick application form. Tell us a little bit about yourself and then boot your call in with Sarah in here. She'll discuss the program, your goals, and all the pricing options we have available for our programs. So today's episode, we have the awesome Kay McCready, who is an emotional health coach for women. And she is an absolute beaming positivity of life. Um, we talk all about what she does, who she helps, and why you should invest in yourself and obviously your mental health as well. And we also go into social comparison, which is which is a cool little uh, segment of it, um, especially like the unfollow, unfriend Friday part. So yeah, enjoy this one. And please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast channels. Please write us a review and comment on the YouTube as well. And please share with your friends. Just take, It takes just that one share. It'll just take you a couple of minutes. Just please just share it along so we can keep pushing these out. Enjoy. Right. Hello. Oh, well. Hello. <laughs> We're straight in, aren't we? <laughs> right then, um, who is Kay McCready? Kay McCready? Yes. Well, Kay McCready is probably lots of different things. Yeah. Um, we all have labels, don't we, that we stick to, our professional life, what we do. Um, but as a person, um, I'm somebody, I would always say I'm awesome. Like, yeah. I'm an awesome person with awesome energy. Um, and I've sort of created a life for myself that's pretty much awesome. Um, I like to think that I'm a, a light for other people so that um, you know, I can motivate, inspire, encourage other people to believe that um, no matter what's happening in their life really, no matter sort of what the challenges are, doesn't matter how, how many struggles they think they have, how dark the days are, I want them to believe that there's always hope you know, and yeah. that positive change is always possible, no matter what's happening for you, and I'm living proof of that. Um, so as a, you know, as a light to other people, I like to live and breathe what I do, so I'm not just somebody who walks the walk, I talk, you know, or whatever way around it yes, is, yeah, walks yeah, the walk, yeah. talks the talk. <laughs> um, but, I do, you know, I put into practice what I do all the time. Um, so as a, as a profession, I'm a, an emotional health coach, so really that means that I empower the women to believe, um, you know, to, to develop their self-worth so that they actually believe in themselves, that they're confident, that they believe in their worth in, in their place in this world. Um, as a side from that, I've got lots of hobbies and things that I love doing myself. Uh, I love cold water therapy. So right. I've got, I used to go in the, the sea every morning, um, you know, uh, fully cold immersion but now I've got a, a barrel in my yard okay. so I go in that on a morning um, I do breath work I dance three or four times a week I've got the gym three times a week I'm part of an amateur dramatics club uh, I try anything yeah excellent <laughs> anything and everything really to um, just to make sure that the things that I'm doing are for me and that you know I actually love what I do and that life is supposed to be good isn't it and, you know, whoever tells you that it isn't, don't listen to them because we are supposed to have a life that we enjoy. And I've been in a place for many, many years where I didn't enjoy life. So that's why I do what I do now and I'm determined not to go back to that place. 
perfect. <laughs> does that <laughs> yes. answer your question? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it's always the hardest one, really, because you don't know what, if you're saying you're professional, you're, you're just your normal life yeah. type thing. But yeah, absolutely perfect. So what is an emotional health coach? So an emotional health coach um, is somebody who basically... Did you ever have a lesson in school where you were taught how to deal with your emotions, like those feelings and thoughts that go on in your head? And, you know, if you have a reaction to something, even as a youngster where, you, you know, you might have got told off for something or something happened, were you ever taught how to deal with that? Did you ever no. have a lesson in school where Never. people said, this is how you should deal with your emotions? But what normally happens is, because nobody's ever had that lesson, what we normally do is we either suppress our emotions so we don't say what we really feel or what we really think because that's what we've been taught to do or that's what we've seen our parents do or that's what yeah. we've seen other people do. Um, sometimes when we don't know what to do with those feelings that are going on inside us, we might project them on other people because it's easier to hurt other people than to feel that pain ourselves sometimes, isn't it? So, you know, we, we don't know what to do with it. We've never been taught. Well, that's what I do. So I help people to actually connect with what they're feeling, what's going on inside of them. Majority of the times, people are so focused on here and what's going on in the head, they don't actually tune into the body. So when we have an emotional response to something, it's our physical body that changes. So we have a physical response inside our body and we attach thoughts to that, but we listen to the thoughts and we don't connect with what's going on in here. And, you know, we, we live into this story about what this, this feeling is. But actually, when you can isolate those feelings and allow them to come to the surface and process them, then you, you're, on, you're on a winning streak, you know. Because I, I, when I struggled emotionally with challenges in my life, I didn't know how to deal with those emotions and I did what most people do and I squash them down, squash them down, squash them down. Eventually, boom, they all come up and then you squash them down, squash them down. It's a repeat process to the point where, you know, for, for 10 years I struggled with my own mental health. I was depressed. I was just not in a very good place. And that was because I had all of this, you know, emotional stuff that I'd suppressed for years and I didn't know how to get it out. Yeah, because you hadn't been taught. Never. And the only, from that, what I was thinking there is the only people who you do learn from is your parents on how they react to theirs. Like, for my example, is my dad had a little short, snappy temper, so then that's how I've yeah. done mine over the years. Yeah. yeah and, and I suppose nobody like yourself and like others have been, I suppose it's only come to like the last few years, yeah. stuff like this, yeah. And I think, you know, the, the thing is that with our emotions, when you say about your parents, you know, I always say to people, it's not about blaming our parents. It's not yeah. that they did right, they did wrong. And, it, you know, certainly not a blame of my parents. Um, but they did the best with what they had at the time. Of course. You know, so I wanted to change those patterns in my life and my family and for other people to actually start to work with your emotions so that you can feel those emotions that you're scared of, but also embrace those really awesome emotions as well so that you should be able to, you know, manage both of them. And there will be times when, you know, sometimes you really, really struggle, but what I do is I give people the techniques and the processes so that they can actually process that themselves 
when they have an emotional reaction. It might be when you're in the gym and you yeah. know, you, 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 your client doesn't turn up and you're like, you know, you can literally take <laughs> yourself into the toilet and do a, a little process to be able to, you know, deal with that emotion. Or if you can't, then you can deal with it on a night time. Yeah. Know? So it's, it's important to be able to allow those emotions to come out rather than keep suppressing them. It sounds, have you read The Chimp Paradox? Yes. It sounds a lot like that. Yeah, it's I mean, like your monkey yeah, coming out, isn't it? Yeah, like your chimp, yeah, yeah. chimp, yeah, because you react as you chimp, don't you? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, I've read so many books yeah. in, in, in the 10 years I've been doing this, so many books, and I love reading the books because I want to grow all the time as well. So it's not just about, you know, teaching other people, but I love to learn all the time, and I think everybody should. You know, we should be growing throughout life, shouldn't we? Yeah. You know, all, all the time. So Working on yeah. yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so who do you help? So at the moment, I help women. Um, I started off when I, when I first started my coaching, I used to work with police officers. Um, and then I started attracting <laughs> female athletes. And that's probably because I'm married to, to Wendy, uh, Wendy McCready, who, um, you know, is amazing in her own right with, with what she's achieved, but because of her clients and the people she was working with, and obviously she would speak about me and people would see us together within the sort of bodybuilding industry, the fitness industry, yeah. um, I started attracting female athletes. And I think because I've lived with a, a pro athlete for 13 years, I also understand the struggles and the challenges that she's been through as well within the, you know, the fitness industry. Um, so, you know, I've been able to help her as well with that and I, I live with that on a daily basis, the challenges that come yeah. within that industry, you know. Um, now, I, I don't specify that I work just with female athletes. So again, this is about me um, developing myself all the time and continuing to grow. Now I work with women who want to <clears throat> improve the confidence, improve their self-worth, um, and, and like I say, believe in themselves as a person, whether they're into fitness or not. And yes, I think, yeah. you know, if, if people are attracted to me and, and what I do and they want to work with me, we'll see if we're a good fit. Yeah, well, like attracts no like... Men. Yeah, okay, no, no <laughs> men. Like attracts like. But, yes. but, but the thing is, like, where you... Where, obviously, with Wendy and all the people you have, if you can get more specific with women, it, yeah. you're going to benefit them more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Absolutely. That's good, that. Um, <laughs> so why do you think, like, more people should take action and, and let's say invest into the mindset as well the the main reason for me is that i did like most people do like we've already talked about we don't know how to deal our emotions we do you know we live life as we do and we don't think about investing in our mindset <clears throat> we just carry on and then what normally happens is something horrible happens in our life you know, whether it be a relationship, a divorce, bankruptcy, a death, it doesn't matter what it is, but what will happen is something will come along in life and it'll challenge you. And it's only in those moments where you might have a challenge and, you know, you've, you have that resilience and you bounce back up and you might have another challenge and another challenge and there'll become a point where maybe you can't bounce back up anymore, which is what I went through. So I was unable to bounce back up and, and that led me, like I say, on a dark path. What I hadn't realised at the time is we think we're resilient, but actually we're not because we don't work on our mindset at all. And the people who do tend to have something difficult happen to them, go through all of those struggles and then think, what am I going to do now? How can I change this? What I 
would love for people to do is start to work on the mindset before that happens. So yeah. that when the challenge comes, because it will, you know, there, there are challenges in everybody's life, I believe. And that's probably, you know, for us to then decide this is our obstacle, this is our challenge, which path we're we going to go on. And I believe, you know, it's already marked out for us, but we might have to go through lots of different challenges if we're not listening, you know, yeah. to get to that right path. Um, but what I would love to see is that people actually prioritise their mental health as much as they do the physical health. Like I said before, it's like having a personal trainer for your mind, for your mind as it is your physical. People are very physical. They, you know, they want to look a certain way. But how do they want to feel? For me now, everything is about how I feel every minute. If I'm doing something I love, fantastic. I feel great. Everybody around me feels great. If I'm doing something that I don't like, that affects me inside and I feel different. And when you feel different, you don't bring your best self, do you? Whether that's in training, yeah. it doesn't matter, you know, at work, in your personal life, it doesn't matter. If you don't feel very good, then you're going to show up differently. And what people don't, majority of people don't even notice is how they're feeling. They're just bang, 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 bang in life all busy the time. Lives. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. They don't stop to think, how is this, whatever I'm doing, affecting me? Whether it be at work, you know, if you've got a job that you go to every day that you hate, you might have a relationship that you're not happy in. You know, there might be lots of different things going on in your life that you don't like, but you continue to do them because we don't tune in with how that's making us feel. And now, every day, my focus is on me and how I want to feel. Because when I feel really awesome, I show up awesome. And yeah. then awesome things For everyone happen. else, you're showing up for Absolutely. everyone else, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're putting Absolutely. your uh, seatbelt on first. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. no mask on first. Mask on first, <laughs> mask, yeah. Seatbelt seat on mask on first, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've got to, it's that old saying, isn't it? You know, you, you can't um, feed from an empty cup or whatever. You, we have to look after us first, don't we? If, if we are in a good place, then everybody around us benefits from that. And if you're in a bad mood and you go home in a bad mood, everybody is affected by that. Yeah. So you have to focus on you. And I just think, don't wait for something terrible to happen. Make it a priority because life is supposed to be good. You are supposed yeah. to enjoy it. It's the same like for our clients as well. Like it's sort of, they come to us when they are overweight they are unhealthy and it's the same from ours or from us we wish they do it before that happens and yeah. it's the same as how you're wanting yeah. it that like you're yeah. wanting people to start before that shit gets too yeah, much absolutely. yeah yeah and like i say we you know we, we we do what we know best don't we but the reason i'm starting to speak out and, and do things like this podcast is because if people don't know they don't know so there's, you know, people like myself, like you, who, who are there to guide and tell other people and give them almost a, sh a shortcut. I spent 10 years, 10 years of struggle and depression and awful, horrendous things in my life, 10 years like that. And then I spent 10 years trying to repair that. And if I could go yeah. from, you know, if, if somebody said to me, okay, well, I could shorten that distance from 10 years to one year. Would you, would you be happy to go for that? Well, of course I would now. Yeah. But at the time, people don't realise that, but people just need to think about how they want to feel. And if they're not feeling good, what are they prepared to do about it? Because it's personal responsibility and ownership, same as training, isn't it? It is, yeah. But it is not, like, it's so... 
it's 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 we talk about it a lot more now mm -hmm. because you're you're saying it, you've done it. It was ten years of pain and then ten years of healing. So that's twenty years ago. There wasn't many mindset stuff around no, then. It wasn't talked about. Not at all. Yeah. And I, and as I say, I think you know the 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 work that I do. I love what I do because I see the results all the time. Same as probably you do. You see the results of people, and you know when you see that in other people, you just want to share it with everybody. You want everybody to, to do something now. But yep. They have to be ready to do that, don't they? 100%. Yes, 100%. <laughs> they do, they do. And it, and it is like, obviously, little tidbits where they find on social media. Hopefully they'll find something. Yeah. And, and, and I think they are, I think more people are focusing on that. But still, you've got, say, your everyday mums who's just busy kids and then classes and then trying to fit their sessions in a week somewhere it's just that busy rolling 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 and and everyone works all the hours now yeah so it's hard to then have that little bit of you time to think shit yeah but again that's just a, a belief system isn't it as well because yeah I because suppose, yeah. you know quite often we like i was taught you know you from a very young age you 16 you're out to work you go out to work, you work as much as you can, you try and make as much money as you can, and it's work, 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 and you get a career and you do this and you do the other. You know, and we led to believe that life's hard and you have to go out there and put like 100% into everything. But actually, we waste a lot of time doing a lot of things that don't benefit us and don't make us feel good. So again, if we change our belief system from you have to go out and give everything to everything, and it has to be a struggle and things have to be a challenge and things are going to be difficult and you're never going to have enough money unless you go out there and work like 100 hours a week. When you change those belief systems, then you change how you show up as a person. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So I took this little one, uh, social comparison. So I've seen a few of your posts. Yes. And you've seen your posts about the social comparison thing. Yes. Explain that and obviously how to overcome it. Because I like this one. Yeah, I mean, social comparison is, it's been around for forever, isn't it? So when we're three, four-year-old up over, we compare ourselves. It's something that's built in. We, you know, we, we have, it gives us that drive sometimes. Um, teachers, parents, we compete against each other when we're little. You know, if somebody else has a toy, you want the toy. And then as you get older, <laughs> you know, oh, they've got those uh, new kickers. Oh, well, I want those yeah. kickers, you know, and, and there's that comparison all the time. And I think a lot of the time it's healthy. You can have, it is needed comparison, healthy comparison. But I think a lot of the time now, there's, there's a lot of unhealthy comparison. And, you know, the way comparison normally works is that um, if you, and again, this is all about how you feel, okay? So if you are comparing, say you were comparing yourself against, Mr. Olympia, so you wanted to compete and you're comparing yourself against Mr. Olympia, well, that gap's probably massive. No disrespect. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that gap's probably huge. But that's also good because you're looking at Mr. Olympia thinking, you know, you're using it as a positive. It's like an upward social comparison. Yeah. So somebody's up there in the game and that's who you want to be. So you're not looking at them and then creating, you know, the emotional responses from that, as in, I'm really jealous. Yeah. You're looking at him and thinking, God, I'm inspired. Like, what can I do? You compare yourself to him in a healthy way because you look at your, you know, your daily things, what you're doing, what your training's like, what your nutrition's like, you know, what your mindset's like, what all these things are like, and how can you improve to 
to work your way up the ladder yeah. to be like him, you mm -hmm. know? So that's a, a healthy upward social comparison, which is really good. But then you can have the downward social comparisons where, you know, you actually want to feel better about yourself, but you don't. So you might look at somebody, say, who, I don't know, you're, you've got a gym, you might look at somebody who's, um, you know, got who hasn't got a job or, or hasn't, like or that, hasn't yeah. got a job okay. and you might think, oh, well, look at me, I've, I've got business, you know, I've, right. I've got a great job. You're comparing yourself to somebody who's, you know, maybe not got as many opportunities as you or somebody who's, you know, in a different place to what you are completely. But what you're doing is you're just feeding your ego then, aren't you? Because right, you're, yeah. you're using that to yeah, feel yeah. better about yourself. Uh -huh. You know, you're using somebody who's got less than you to feel better about yourself. So we all compare ourselves to, to other people all the time. But it's interesting when you look at who you compare yourself to. So okay. if you're comparing yourself to somebody up there, Mr. Olympia, then you're probably doing it for good reasons because you're wanting to strive to achieve better. When right. you're looking at somebody who might not have a gym and might not have a job, you're looking at them, you're comparing them so that you feel better about yourself. Right, okay. Does that yeah. make sense? 100%, yeah. Yeah. So, so we do use social comparison and it is good. But what I always say to people is, if you're comparing yourself to other people, ask yourself... What's that bringing up for you? What thoughts, what feelings is that bringing up for you? When, you? when you're looking at somebody who's got a better physique than you, does it make you feel jealous? Does it make you feel angry? Because when we feel like that, often we then start projecting on other people and we start slagging them off and being horrible about them and criticising them. But that's on us. Yes. You know, we can use comparison in a really beneficial way, but we use it so that we feel better and we aim towards our goals and it helps us achieve them. Yes. I never thought of it the other way, like um, where you sort of belittle yeah, so people. Uh, it's yeah, like, a downward, like I've, I've never actually... It's called a downward social spiral. So it's, yeah. you know, we, we look at other people who are what you would class as less than, you know, yeah. in, in the best term that I can use really where they might not have as much as you, they might not have as many opportunities, they might have, you know, had some things happen to them and they're not as fortunate. But often people look down at them and think, ha, ah, look at me, I'm, yeah. you know, at least I'm not like that. Well, that's, you're comparing yourself against somebody who's got less than you as opposed to somebody who might be an equivalent. So mm -hmm. you have somebody in the gym who, you know, is very, very similar to you. That's great to compare yourself against yeah. them because it's almost like a, a little internal drive, isn't it? A little yeah, internal challenge. He's called challenge. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll have good but he does it, and but he be, does it with me as yeah, well. And it'll yeah, it'll be yeah, in a yeah. healthy way. So that, that, you know, it is really good to compare yourself against people like that, but it's, but it's when you're doing it and it's not making you feel good or you're looking down on other people. But generally it's about asking yourself, well, when I'm comparing myself, what's that bringing up for me? Why do I feel the need to compare myself about to that person is it because I don't feel good enough about myself yeah and if you don't then what are you going to do about that yeah you know because that's your responsibility but you never stop you'll never stop comparison but you just have to ask it's yourself human the question that, isn't it, isn't it? you know when, when we're scrolling through social media all day long I schedule all my posts so I, I, I don't go on the, the scroll right, and schedule okay. everything you know so but people who scroll all day long Ask yourself when you're going through your social media feed and you're scrolling, you see somebody, what does that bring up for you? Does that make you feel less than? Does yeah. it make you feel less than them? 
Does it make you feel you're not good enough? Does it make you feel good? Because majority of times when people are doing that, they don't feel good about themselves. They're looking at everyone else thinking, oh my God, look, they're doing this and they're doing that and what am I doing? And you start to feel, you know, your self-esteem goes down. So <clears throat> that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. But that's the work that you've got to do on yourself, the inner work. And it's in recognising those feelings that are going on for you and those thoughts in your head. When you're doing these things, you have to recognise, first of all, what's going on for you. Because if you don't even know and you're just scrolling, scrolling, you walk around like an angry person, scrolling, scrolling all day, thinking everyone's better than you, well, you're never going to change because you don't even recognise it. Yeah, you, so have you have to recognise what's going on You have to recognise that. Yeah. So how do people... How can people think, maybe it's like a little bit of a, how do they trick, well not trick themselves, how do they learn to think, shit, this is what I'm doing? It's just in recognition, I always say to people, you have to start becoming aware of what's going on for you. You know, nobody can make that happen. You've just got to be aware. So when you're looking at your phone, just become aware of how often you're doing it. If it means setting a timer, you know, um, not a timer, if it means... Um, checking how long you're on social media yeah. every day. Things you can like, set up limits. You can, yeah. yeah. So, so things like that. But in that moment when you're... And again, it's about being present. So in that moment when you're on your phone scrolling through social media all the time, try and remind yourself to be present. Why am I doing this? What am I, do, what am I doing here looking through social media? Am I doing it for a reason? Like I say, I schedule my post. Mm -hmm. I need to get my message out there still. But I don't want to waste three, four hours a day, scrolling through yeah. social media, looking at everybody else's lives when they only put the best parts on anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, that time I could be using for me to do all the things that are going to make my life good. Yeah. You know, but it's, it, everything's in the recognition. Unless you start to become aware, to become consciously aware of the things you're doing every day, the thoughts you're thinking, the things that you're feeling, you're never going to be able to change. So you have to start you know, becoming aware of who you are and what you're doing with your, with your time every day. I think I do it quite well. <laughs> I, 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 do be, I do because of the people who I um, follow. I find, like, it, like so they are doing a lot better than me. Yes. And I always think, if they can do it, I can do it. And I'd, like, I'll see, like, they're doing X, Y, Z, and it's, like, whatever, however much they make and whatever, it's, like... They fuckers can do it, I can do it too. And it is a motivation yeah, for me, and, it, and it's a good one. It's like, I'm never like, oh, how they've got all of that. It's never that. It's like, okay, with what systems do I need to do to get to that level? Yeah. And I always say to people, it's really good. If you, if you have a goal in mind, and you want to achieve, whether it be a business goal, whether it be a personal goal, find somebody who's already achieved it and yeah. follow them. You know, reach out to them, ask them what they've done. See it as a positive and use that as a positive. And if you reach out to them and they, they, you know, they don't want to speak to you, they're not the right person anyway, find somebody else. But follow the people, reach out to them. They were probably in the position where you were at years ago, but they've done something about it. And I'm sure they'd be more than happy to tell you what to do as well and be the, the guide and the light for you to develop that way as well. You know, if somebody reached out to me and said, I'm really, really struggling, you know, what do I do about my mental health? What do I do about my emotions? What do I do about this? I always, you know, get on, jump on a call with people. If they want to work with me, fine. If they don't, fine. They'll always leave with something. Yeah. You know? So it's... Brilliant. Just continue following those awesome people. <laughs> and yeah. Like I say, we're here to grow, aren't we? So mm -hmm. when, once we've reached a goal, that goal will then change to another goal, another goal, another goal. That's how life should be. 
would you say to some of those people though, like um, if, if it was getting just a compound in negativities with them, would you say just unfollow? Or, I or do not? this thing on my social media. I post on probably every four weeks, which is called Unfriend Friday. Right. So I, you know, invite people to take five, ten minutes of time when they're intentional, they're present, they're looking through social media. And I say, when a post comes up, just look at it and ask yourself, what is that making me feel? Right. So if you've put a post on about something I'm not interested in or you're venting about something, I'd be thinking, oh, it doesn't make me feel very good. And if, that, if it's a negative feeling or it's not something that makes you feel good, unfollow. Good call. Because we do it all day long, don't we? And, and it invokes that emotional response within us. And, and I've, you know, I've said before, all day long, we respond emotionally to things that are going on outside of us, whether it be a text message we receive, a phone call, an email, somebody in the traffic who cuts up in front of us. All day long, we have those, our body has those emotional responses to outside situations, yeah. all day long. And we can't always, being a chimp, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and we can't always control those, but we can control how we respond to those, you know, but most of the time, people are not even aware, they're just going about the day, rushing on to the next thing, you know, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, keeping busy, avoiding what's going on in here because they don't want to deal with it. I do like that one. Un Unfriend Friday. Un Unfriend Friday. Have I a like look it. at the post, you know, and, and if it doesn't make you feel good, just unfriend them. My, my Facebook's just full of positive, motivational people who, if I do look at them, I think, get in, that's great. Facebook's an easy one as well because you can still be the friends. But you yes. can just, um, un, uh, it, it's unfollow, un, uh, un, what, what's it called? Unfollow, unfollow yeah, unfollow, so you un, yeah. unfollow them. They're still your friends, but it never comes up in your feed. Yes. Yeah. I've got lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> but then we should all have that because, let's be honest, not everybody is for everybody. And yeah. I accept that, and I think mm. other people should accept that, that you're not going to be liked by everybody. Yeah. And that, but that's okay. You know, you don't have to be horrible to those people. You just focus on the people who are good for you. Yeah. Leave the other ones and they'll just drift away. Perfect. We flew through these, by the way. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what, what one piece of advice, um, like our biggest tip, I, I, I want to know this one, like to set up a great start to every day. The biggest tip I would give is to not reach for your phone. Okay. Is that like a, a how long of a period would so that be? So I would, um, what I, I mean, what I always get my clients to do is if they can put their phone on, <coughs> excuse me, put their phone outside the bedroom mm -hmm. and I get them to get a good old fashioned alarm clock. One of those right, that yeah. rings like, ah, <laughs> because everybody says, oh no, I need my phone for, you know, to, mm -hmm. for my alarm, but you don't. What happens with a lot of people is that the first thing they do is they reach over, turn the phone off and they start straight away. You know, it comes up, they've got 12 messages, they've got Facebook notifications, they've got emails, they've got whatever. And then you're immediately reacting to something outside of you from the minute you get up in the morning. So I would say to people, don't even have your phone in the, in the same room as you and do things for you first thing in the morning. First thing I always do is put on a, a podcast or a motivational video or, you know, uh, audible, always something positive every morning. First thing, that's what I do. That's what I listen to every single morning. I mean, I've got a routine. I go on my barrel, I, um, I journal, I do mobility exercises. You know, I do 
probably about half an hour on a morning before I even leave the bedroom, apart from when I'm going in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not in the bedroom. Because that's yeah. not in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, like half an hour on a morning where I spend on that time for me. So what that does is that puts me in a really good energetic place where I'm just vibing, you know. My yeah. vibe's like out there, you know. This is what I'm attracting today. This is who I am today. And I'll get back what I'm putting out there. And I have to keep me in a good place first. Brilliant. So where do we find you? You find me ev everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I mean, I'm obviously I'm on social media. I'm on, on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. Um, I've got um, programs on a platform called Teachable, which okay. is just the, the platform, the hosting platform, where I have um, programs on there for female athletes, for non-athletes. I've got loads of free resources, um, workbooks, all sorts of things, really, but they're all on my sort of social media, the link at the top. I've so, got lots of things So should I tag in the Instagram one? Yeah. You send us some links. Yeah, yeah, and we'll, yeah that's and we'll fine. I'll, I'll tag in on. But I'm, I'll say, I'm like everybody else. I'm on social yeah. media, all over social media. Um, so, yeah, if anybody wants to, uh, to reach out to me, just Brilliant. feel free. Good. Come here. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs>